Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live.
Yo 
Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Shama Speak. Today I have another guest. Is my daddy, you know. He comes time from time and um, sometimes helps me with it. And we have another guest on the line, Mother Battlestein. So, um, before we get started, you know how we always say the prayer before we start? Because that's just how we do it. I'd like everybody to close their eyes and bow their heads. Heavenly Father, we come to you now in the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. Heavenly Father, we ask you to give us divine healing now in every area of our life, spirit, mind, will, emotions, and physical, being in accordance with your divine plan in order for our life. We receive your divine healing, wholeness, and newness of life. In the name of Christ Jesus, Lord, we ask you to expand in us your territories. Lord, we ask for you and to just expand your just beauties for ashes, the oil for joy, for the morning, the garment of praise, for the spirit of heaviness. For we are trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that you may be glorified in Jesus' name. They'll be done on earth as it, is, as it is in heaven. Father, we pray with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, I ask you to give us and every person we pray for today the manifestation of every miracle and every healing you have given to us, the manifestation of divine healing and divine health in each of our bodies. Sila. So, today we'll be talking about Blessings and breaking curses. So the first scripture that will be read is John chapter 16 and verse 23. This is the blessings. I'm going to be saying blessings. and um, Yes, blessings. Two blessings scriptures and two curses scriptures. And in that day we shall and in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. That was John chapter sixteen and verse twenty three. So what this has to do with the blessing is as as soon like verily as you ask it unto you, you're asking in his father's name and he will give it to you. So he will give you what you need. Might not be what you want, but what you need. Because if it's not gonna benefit you, then what what are you gonna need it for? So, then what do you like have to say about that scripture? Which one of that was? John chapter sixteen and verse twenty-three. And they, you shall ask me nothing. Well, he's saying that you know once we really 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 come to know that automatic blessing of the covenant of Abraham and the righteousness of the Father, that you know when we call upon His name and we ask Him, standing in right. Righteousness. We can't be calling on His name, standing there, and we continue to uh, harper over the same sin every day. Continue to do the same thing and not ever become repentant. No, He's not gonna give you anything. But He said, "In that day, you shall ask the Father." And what He said, He shall do. He said He'll give it to you. He'll give it to you. And then after that, He just said that. No, but what else to go? That's the end of the verse. That was John chapter fifteen, verse twenty-three. He said He. Father, in my name, he will give it to you. 
Well, do it have a 24 first to it? You want me to read on? Yeah, you got to get the end. You have to have the beginning and the end of the scripture so you can get the fullness of it. So what it says in 24? It says, Hitherto. Hitherto, you've asked me. Hitherto, you're have talking you. in that phone back there, isn't it? Hither, hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask and ye shall receive what that your joy may be full. So it sounds like he had pleasure in fulfilling what we asked for, that your joy may be filled. It gives him good pleasure. But it goes back to in righteousness. You know, so many preachers today, uh, they're preaching the gospel, and they're preaching that same message that Jesus asked the Father well, in his name. But they don't understand. Some people might just think that, you know, they just gonna take it too far, like they're staying at home. The church is like, "Mommy, we hungry," and then they're just over there, like, "Oh, honey, well, I asked the Lord; He gave it to us. Yes, He will give it to you. He'll give you. He's not gonna do the whole thing for you. Like, He's not gonna. He's just gonna knock on your door and say, here's your loaf of bread for your children.' No, so He might give you the money. He might like give you money. He's not gonna actually hand it to you, but you're gonna be you're blessed gonna with it. You're gonna, yes. you're gonna read the resources, but it takes faith. You know. That one verse of Scripture, it is very, very true. But if you ask the Father and you're not asking him in faith, it says in the, the book of James scripture. that a double-minded man is unstable. Let him not think he shall receive anything of the Lord. You see? So that verse of Scripture, that could be a lot of, of, a lot of feedback on it, but I've said enough on that verse of Scripture. Yes, the Father will give it to us when we're in right standing. He just ain't going to give me nothing now. And I'm out here living and never, ever repent. And he's supposed to be giving me something. He said, I love them that love me. So it is what it is, and I'm through with that. So thank you for the nice um, way of saying it. We're going to be reading the next scripture, John chapter 14, in verse 13 to verse 14. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son, you may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. So that's just like John chapter 16, verse 23. Right. But he said in, 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 in John 16, 23, he said that your joy may be filled. Now he turned around, and he said he's going to be glorified. You know, we need to know that the Father takes delight and good pleasure in doing these things for us when we're in right standing and have a repentant heart. So, you know. I, I, I know you understand how it works, but the people that are listening, they need to also understand, you know, because we've got a lot of uh, frontline preachers, they're preaching the same message, and they're saying a good old guy wants you to have nice cars and nice home, and he wants you to have a fat bank account. He wants you to go out in style. He wants you to have the best. Yes, he does, but what about repentance? Can you still... Uh, live a double standard lifestyle and still uh, get these benefits that gives, that gives the Lord joy and, and gives you joy and gives them good pleasure? What you think? Well, yes, you can still live a pleasant lifestyle, but it can't be like all oh, like going to the club at like going to the club at five and going to church at eight. Double standard. Yes, but life. it's. Good to live a life where you're having pleasant things that God blessed you with and that 
you're making sure that you take his name for it. And I'm just saying, I got everything. But if you were living a day in a, like, double standard life, like, there's some people in my school like that, like my friend. So she has, like, her mom's African. So my mom's, my friend is African. And her mom has the accent, like, Puludu and So, she speaks regular. She, like, when she's talking to us, she's like, oh, yes, girl, you know, you can't be about that and all that other stuff. But when she talks to her mom, she's like, oh, mommy, and stuff, like, in her African accent. So I took note of that, and I was like, um, your voice has changed there, you know. Your mom might think of something different from you at school. But, like, when you get home, you're like, oh, mama, and stuff, but. You know, I act the same way at school that I do at home. I'm funny and everything. So, you know, I act the same. And my dad knows because if I didn't, my friends, they'll be like, oh, yes, girl, when would they come up to the car? And then I'm like, I'm like oh, bye, daddy. And they're going to be like, oh, I'm Shama. What? But we all don't. Sometimes we might be living a double standard lifestyle, and we don't even realize we're living it. That's why we have to be careful because sometimes we can get caught up in stuff and then we're just like, well, oh, well, you know, well, um, I can do this and then, like, okay, so I'm used to like, well, I could do this and then I can do, nobody will know. Yeah, so... You would always notice when somebody's living a double standard lifestyle because it will catch up with them, and then they'll be embarrassed. They'll be like, well, I didn't know. Well, of course you knew because it was your life that you were living. You should have been living one let life. Me, let me just say something about this because I, 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 I lived all type of lives. That's because you're in Mother Battlestein. That's Battle Battlestein. I mean, you understand well. The name has a lot to do with the game. Uh, you know, they gave that name to us on the slave ship. We was out there, and the name of the ship was the shipmaster was Ballastine, and that was our slave master. And so we were named after the Wait, hold up, Mr. Ballastine, you were a slave? Oh, baby, I'm 96 years old. You know, I've been through all this. This is what I'm trying to tell you. My slave master's name was Ballastine. And that's where I got my name from, on the slave ship. I know God. I know all about devil standing life. Come on, get your scripture in. Uh, I'm going to shut up. But I I had to let you know that I, I know the Bible. I know the Lord. All them years in the ship, I read it. I studied it. I lived the word. And I'm through with that. So, thank you, Mother Battlestein, for the, the wonderful, you know, let, like, like, you know, uh, when we were standing <laughs> at Devil Standing Lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, what's that? So, the next scripture is John 14 and chapter 14. Uh, Wait, what? 
Why you wrong? John chapter 14 and verse 14. How to make sure you listen it. I said John 14 and chapter 14. Well, that's kind of messed up. That's why we always got to pay attention. That's, for example, like somebody might slip something down for us on the low, low, and then boom, we're like, how did this get here? That's why we have to pay more attention to stuff. Let me see if I can clean my glasses. I need to see something here. You doing all right over there in your studio, uh, Le Shama? Yes, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I'm just sitting here just looking at the computer and trying to see where you at. So... You know, we always have to have laughs on the prayer like him. I got my glasses on, but I don't see you. Shama, where you at? Probably if you enlighten your life with the light. <laughs> Whoa, what's going on over here, baby? Look at that. I just found some money. I'm sorry. Go ahead, baby. Get your journey, 14, 14, baby. So, it says if you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. So I had let, mixed, let, 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 let me ask. Well, I'm sorry, baby. I'm so sorry. So I had got mixed up. I think I have three. I have three blessing scriptures and one curse scripture. Ooh, so, I don't want to be around when you preach down. Nah, it's not going to be what you think it is. We're not going to be over here going, he and and stuff saying, I I want to give you, you know, ugliness or something. No, we're not going to be talking about no curses now. We're just going to be talking about breaking and stuff. So, when it says, it's just like the other two scriptures. If you ask me anything in my name, I'll do it. Do it. So, basically the same. So, what we said for those two scriptures, it goes for this scripture too. So, what do you so have to say? You have to just ask the Father. If you're in right standing, you know, with the Father, you know, now, let's get it straight. You don't have to be in right standing to ask the Father. But when you come to the Father, you must know that he's a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. So we can't just come up on the Father any kind of way. You know, we need to know that when we come to the Father, we come to the Father asking him for that that we need. But at the same token, the Father takes their life and giving his children, you know, and that's kind of a narrow and a large area to stand in because he gives us ways how to come to him. Second Chronicles 7.14, humble ourselves, you know, but anyhow, you have the word tonight, and, and, and it's good. Uh, it, it, it's a good word, you know, asking the Father uh, for what you need. I've been asking for years, and I still ain't got my 40 acres in my mule. Mother Valentine, that's a whole other thing now. I mean, that's that's something that the Gentile promised uh, the Israelites, and uh, they ain't ever going to get it. So you don't have to worry about receiving uh, your 40 acres <laughs> or your mule. Well, the Lord said he ain't liars. They just lied. I tell you the truth, we slaves, 
work our backs on the in the field, grinding and Lord, who knows what else we did up there. And, and and now we get to this place and all these stiff neck preachers. You know, baby, I was reading the scripture over in the second Peter, the first chapter. It said they were stiff no, it didn't say they were stiff. It said they were short sighted. Said they were short had little shortage in their sight that led to blindness. A bunch of blind, stiff necked rascals. Ooh, I tell you the truth. Them was some God gonna get you. Oh, he gonna get you people just watch and see. You think I'm lying. I I don't be brothers Ballastine. I get it to you between now and if the war go on between now and twenty twenty, you gonna pay. You watch and see, you go pay. Some of y'all paying now. Thank you, Mother Battlestein. You know? So Mother Battlestein seemed like she a little swole and like you know. But she's speaking the truth, so that's why I didn't say nothing. I just let her talk. Just in case y'all don't know who Mother Battlestein is, she's a lady that usually joins us with the to the prayer line, and she always contributes. You know, contributes what she has to say. Yes, thank you. I I can introduce myself. Let me introduce myself, ladies and gentlemen, to y'all that know me and the ones that don't. This is me, and I'm doing with that. <laughs> so the next scripture is Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 27. It shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck, and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. I got the anointing, baby. Put it on. Let me put you up. When you come to my house, remind me to anoint you with that all, baby. Oh, I'm good, Mother Battlestein. All I right. tell you, tell the pastor, come over. I anoint him, baby. I got some ball here. Yeah. He has come to, ah, <laughs> uh, yes, ah, uh, yes. He has passed my gun at Mitch Mash. He has attended to his equipment. Hmm. So, what you have to, what I think about, okay, I'm getting my scripture back on. Okay, what I think about when it says, he shall, it shall come to pass on that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulders. That means that the burden that we are, we all some we all either used to carry a burden or we usually are, we're carrying one. You ain't even got it right. That that means that when they put us in slavery, he said in that day the yoke shall be taken. I know the scripture, little young whippersnapper. How old you is anyhow? Let me tell you something. I'm 23. You listen to me, and that's a lie. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. In Genesis 15 and 13, it said there'll be a nation and a land that is not there. They're going to serve them 400 years. 400 years. After that, I'm going to come up. And I'm going to serve notice on them people. I want my 40 acres in my mule. 
through with that. <laughs> Calm down, Mother Battlefield. Well, now, because you, you miss quite, you miss interpreting in this quipsus. You can't Mother. do them quipsus like that. You got to skip them quipsus and stop them quipsus in the way it's supposed to be quipsus. You're going to make me a mad and get upset. Like, you're going to preach it. You had me preach it. Peace be still. I got my peace and my steel. Man, I'm already aggravated. Lord help me, I'm just I'm just a little every time I think about them scriptures. Or he abused us and used us and slaved us for free. me on your on your stage, I I I I go to another shout out. Talks you got more than just your page. You you ain't the only one on here. Anyhow, I ain't heard your pastor, your daddy. Mm-hmm. He was he got kind of scared away by you know. <laughs> I just let Mother Ballastine just have her way because you know. You have to let her get that off for some kind of way, you know. She she aggravated over there, you know, 96 years old. Nobody come by and see her, nothing, you know. So, you know, let her, let her have her way. She don't curse and, and blaspheme God, so she's all right. And then, anyhow, she's just telling the truth. Thank you so much, Pastor. Somebody ought to take up for right to, you know, be just like Joel Osteen. All the people... Lord, I pray don't none of them go to hell because of Joel Osteen and the rest of them renegade pastors with all the people sitting there talking about God wants you to have the bankroll and a man, forget about the big house on the hill and the little dog called Fluffy. What's wrong with y'all people? Y'all people then forgot the word of God and replaced the word of God for a bunch of junk, elephants on stages and stuff. Man, please, God forbid, they need to raise up Pastor Wilkerson, Dave Wilkerson again, let him preach to him. But he tell it to him like it. I'm sorry. neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. Mm.
now since I'm on the line and I've got awesome stuff right now. I'd just like to say that what these scriptures have in common is that blessing God blesses us and then it talks about how he will he removes the yoke and the burden the burden from our shoulders and the yoke from our neck because of the anointing oil. So when we have the anointing When you have the anointing in you, you can you can usually people can feel it. So, Daddy, what do you have to say about the topic today? Well, which one of the topics? What you what, what you got? Which one of the scriptures I read? I had read eight twenty three. Oh, as well, I believe tonight that. You know, as I see the Lord and as I see things uh, in my life that he's doing, uh, I do ask him for things. Uh, They don't come all the time. Some things I'm still waiting on. Some things I've asked him over and over for, and uh, uh, he said it's not time. So, yes, that's a pretty good, uh, those are pretty good powerful scriptures that when we do ask the Father, he have joy in doing those things for us. And then it says that uh, 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 it gives a, it gives us joy, and it gives them good pleasure to to do all these things for us. So, I mean, I'm I'm grateful for the word tonight. I'm I'm grateful for my daughter, uh, minister the word. I'm I'm grateful for Mother Balcy. You know, I'm I'm grateful. Oh, we had already read that, okay. I was like, okay. So. Do you remember the scriptures I read today? Well, uh, I do remember uh, John 14, 14, and uh, I do remember, uh, uh, hold on. I remember my all, I just think uh say which one they were. <laughs> I remember that the Lord is coming back soon because I can tell by all this murder and stuff that's going on. And all inside. this weird climate changing. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh I I myself this morning I was preaching out of first and second Peter, but as I preached from as I preached from James up into first Peter Basically, all of it is saying the same thing. I remember in the book of a Second uh, Peter, it was talking about short sightedness, and then it got on down and started talking about false apostles and you know different things. And the Lord is trying to, or He's trying to alert us and let us know that you know when we live in righteousness, He's going to give us the things that we need. Uh, people's going to call on us to come and uh, pick up things that. You know, we had no idea that we would get so yeah, wonderful scriptures. We just gotta just believe it and act upon it and do it. I mean you got to believe what you preach. So if you don't believe it, you know, you'd be like a lot of hypocritical preachers. They preach but they don't believe nothing. Yes, Daddy. Because 
they always say, well, y'all got to live the lifestyle. But at home, they might be just slapping their wife and drinking stuff in 1738 and Hennessy and all that. And they might be like, go get in the kitchen and stuff. And she's like, oh, but no, but we have to go to church tomorrow. Well, I'm going to be at church, but you're going to be at home working. Yeah. So you never know. I hope that's not, I, I hope that the preacher don't do that. But I know the word of God uh, is a very positive force in the earth to, tonight that's able to bring deliverance, able to set the captives free. So I'm grateful tonight that he freed me from my sin and transgression. So what were you saying your transgression? My serious transgression was everything. My transgression. I'm happy that I've overcome people talking about me. Like, if they talk about me, I don't care, you know, because I don't got time for that. And at the end of the day, I know what life's going to be like. It's going to be right back, right back to this word. It's a beautiful thing to have this word because when you have this word, no matter how they ridicule you, you see how they do that. They talk about me. They lie. They take my money and everything. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I may be a little aggravated and angry about what's happening, but at the end of the day, it's all good. You know, I'm not coming home upset because of the treatment. Uh, Bible gets right. Huh? Bible Gateway. If you guys want to know where I got my scriptures from, I got it from Bible Gateway. And you just type it in, and then it says that you know. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it's King James because, you know, those Bibles we found out there, they didn't have Matthew's, uh, 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 what was it, Matthew's 1811? Where it says he came 1811. Wait, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, it was 18 and 11, because you said it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good to learn scriptures every day. As you learn scriptures every day, it's like I uh, I picked that scripture up uh, yesterday in the Word that uh, was in Second Peter. It was in Second Peter, Second Second Peter, the first chapter, where it said that uh, uh, they were short-sighted. These people are short-sighted. And, I mean, the world is just in an uproar, just in a big mess, man. You know, because the preachers won't stand up, a lot of them, and won't just tell them straight up that it's just time for repentance. We can't continue to just go to church, you know what I'm saying, and leave the church, you know, in an abomination. You know, I mean, if it's sin, um, I'm married, and I'm going with the deacon's wife. Come on now. I mean, you know, you, you know, uh, passed to the church and got three kids running around for three different women in the church. I, mean, I find that all that is happening in the church, my child. But listen, Dad, the reason that funny is everybody thinks is like the pastor you're describing. Like if there was pastor like that, I hope not. The pastor you're describing, everybody at the church thinks, well, his home's probably so holy. I walk in there and I touch the Holy Ghost just by standing at the door. Some people like they're just like, oh, the pastor's so perfect, and then he got. Three kids, and then she over here like, well, you got to call your other baby mommy because she also want money. And you got to call this other one because she also want money. And he over there were like, man, I'm trying to get this tight money. And he still have not gotten over his lustful ways. Like if he were to repent. 
heart, mind, and ways. Like the church, you know, I'm like the people, they be having a full church. Because you know why? Because now the sinner can come in, can sit in the midst of the sin, and he won't be reproved of his sin, won't be told about his sin, you know, won't be cast out for his sin. And, you know, the Bible talks about that in the book of Ezekiel, how that if we don't warn them, that their blood hit the computer, that their blood hit your hand. Our job as ministers is to Everything, everywhere I go, I warn them of the devil is gonna get them. They don't care if they wicked ways to repent. And that's the best thing for for all of us is to repent. To acknowledge our sins and ask the Lord. Ask the Lord to help. Exactly where they at. 
and I just taught you how to find scriptures. Just say what you're looking for, and it will give you the scripture. I'm about to read it. I'm, I'm just finding you know the right one. I'm seeing Bible Hubbard, read Bible Gateway. Read 1 Peter Gateway. 5 from the beginning. 1 Peter 5? Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Let me see. Bible Gateway is better. Okay. So start from 5. Mm-hmm. Five, five, four, six, you know. Breathe, we're So it says, to the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of Christ's suffering who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them. Not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being an example to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. See? So, he said that we're not that supposed to never fade away. Uh, he's saying that we... We're not supposed to lord over these people with a controlling spirit, telling them, you better do this, you better be here next week, all of y'all. But we should be an example. And then some people, they might be like, you never know, a person might be scared of the preacher because they're like, if you don't come, God's not going to bless you. They're going to curse right. you. So he curse you with his mouth. You know, it could be like the situation when the brother was losing his home and the pastor come over and the pastor say, when you don't pay your tithe, this is what can happen. So he equated that reading the boy was losing his home is that he didn't pay his tithe, and that's a lie from the pit of hell. God don't take nothing from nobody. And People rebellion causes them not to have what God has blessed them with. Uh, either God is not going to give it to them. It is what it is. So what you think about that, Sister well, I think that some of these pastors, they might not even realize what they're doing. They're like, pay, if you don't pay your tithes, if you don't drop a dollar in this bucket or something, you're going to be cursed. No, don't drop a dollar. Don't drop no chain. Yeah, you know, I need some dead presidents. You know, they go as far as talking about, uh, 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 you, don't have, you don't have money, you got a food stamp card. Some of them pastors, man, Lord, I don't want to talk about pastors, but it is what it is. You know, they're not pastors. The Bible didn't call them. He called them a harlan. A harlan? A harlan is somebody that calls locks. <laughs> so a harlan, you can give your definition. I can give what the Internet says. A harlan. Okay, so how do you spell that? Harlan? Is it like without the, like Garland, but without the G and to replace it? Yes. Okay. Well, it seems like there's actually a name. The definition. Well, what's the name? Harlan Clark. No, but you have to look down for Harlan by itself. A Harlan is someone that, uh, uh, he allows uh, these other uh, 
false prophets and stuff to come in over his flock and prophesy just to get the money out of them. That's that's the real deal. That's what he do. A harlot see the wolf coming, and he allowed the wolf to take hold of the flock and cause them to be scattered. That's the Bible definition of a harlot. All right, well, when you said that, I thought you had said a harlot. No, well, we know what a harlot is. That's why I put the the I and G on. I mean, Harlan, yeah, because uh, well, they both do the same thing. A harlot is the same thing as the Bible used the term a harlot for someone that uh, call himself uh, uh, knowing knowing the word, but don't do what the word say do, but able to give it, but not but not able to deliver it, but not to live it. They don't live it. The Bible calls a lot of them harlots, harlots, prostitutes. They don't call them prostitutes, call them whores. So there's a lot of names that's being called, and it's not just a woman. Leo's in there. <laughs> sabotaging mama. Let her preach. I just wonder what my Valsie will do if you let her preach. 